Welcome to the Capstone Cast, where we cast thoughts, theories, and tales to see what we catch. And I am Walt Tanner, and this is the Sarah Ellen Edwards, and this is episode five. You don't want to tell us, tell our Spanish-speaking friends what Oh, for our, those who are listening on Podcast Telemundo, it is episode cinco. <laughs> not ready for that. <laughs> Welcome to the fifth episode. You guys can now find us on your podcast players. Specifically, we know we're on the podcast app that comes on your iPhone if you have an iPhone. So if you click... And let's be honest, if you don't have an iPhone, what are you thinking? <laughs> it does make life hard when y'all don't all have iPhones for us. When that, when that message pops up green, I get sad. Yeah. I want it to be blue. All right. <laughs> so when you click that purple square that it looks like it has a little radio tower that's sending out things into the universe, click on that. Hit the search Go to the Capstone Cast, the Capstone Cast, click on it, then hit subscribe. Don't even listen to an episode. Scroll down and just go ahead and write us a five-star review. That's yeah. what we need, five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. We are uh, hopefully stacking those up these days. And if you, haven't do, if you haven't done it, then let's just be honest. You're not one of the cool kids. So become a cool kid right now and go leave a review. Yeah, I don't think you really like us, and I think you're just like lurking over here. Okay? So we need your reviews. We want you to subscribe. There's a button there that says subscribe. It's huge. You can't miss it. The beauty of subscribing is you don't have to go find episodes. They just magically drop into your podcast player on the day we release. And we release an episode every other Friday. Also, share us on social media. We're going to try to be more active on social media. Post some questions. Try to be funny. Give you tutorials if you don't know how to work your phone and find podcasts. Show you how to do that. Because sometimes that's hard and we're here for that, okay? For the technically challenged. Which I would put myself in that category, so <laughs> I'm here for that. So make sure you find us and you're listening to us on your podcast player, helping get the word out about the podcast. Tell all your friends. All right. Well, we are going to, for the third episode in a row, this will be our final episode for a little bit on this, uh, is Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. So uh, we've had two good episodes of this, uh, some good heated uh, discussions in this segment as we throw out several topics, ideas, and phrases, and uh, we're going to see who is thumbs up and see who is thumbs down. So I think our current count was like around four. We've only disagreed one. on four. Yeah, we've only disagreed on four. Other so. than that, we're pretty much on the... Yeah, we're, we're drinking pretty from good. the same cooler. Which is funny. I thought we would disagree more. So hit us with your very first one, and we'll see if we agree. Hit me with your best All right. One word. Ferrets. Thumbs down. They are creepy. I'm thumbs up on ferrets. Are you really? They're, they're cool little creatures. They kind of go in and out of these little balls. And yeah, I'm a, fa- I'm a, I'm a ferret fan. Great. Uh-uh. <laughs> Sorry, no. You didn't think I was going to say ferrets. I did not think you were going to say ferrets. I was not excited that. Gross. Um, I got on a holiday kick and talked about Halloween last time. And this time I'm going to bring up the next, well, not Thanksgiving, but come after that. But then Christmas. How do you... Christmas music year-round. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, if I had a bucket in right now, I would throw up in it. Oh. <laughs> because after Thanksgiving, you can play Christmas music, and then I, the limit is New Year's Eve. Oh, you are solid on that one. Yeah. like okay. there's Like, if anyone puts up Christmas trees before Thanksgiving... Well, that was you, my next one. You are referred to what we call a Thanksgiving hater. All right. You're pretty solid on that. All right. So, let's give Thanksgiving this day. Let's not put up the Christmas tree. You know? I do decorate after Thanksgiving. Like, I subscribe Good. to that. And I like to take it down after New Year's, although I might do Anglican practices this year and not even put the tree up until Christmas Day and then just go 12 days. 
and then take it down. I don't know. I'm toying with it. Well, that'll be a later podcast episode on I how think we do Christmas. We're going to be uh, real. We're going to be Jewish and just bring a rock in our house, not a tree. A rock. A rock. Because Jesus is the rock, and he rolls my blues away. And he's also the capstone. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Psalms uh, one eighteen twenty. Okay, so I'm gonna say that we ag- we actually agree on that one. Thumbs I'm up. not really here for I mean, Christmas I'm music. I'm thumbs all- down. Yes. Yeah, I'm. We agree that Christmas music shouldn't be played year round, and Christmas decor and trees has a slotted time. I know this will ruffle feathers. I know it will. Yes. That wasn't my intent. And I we're was pray- just but curious. we're gonna pray for those who are not don't agree with us. Yeah. As one T-shirt I saw said, "We'd love to agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong." <laughs> Good word. <laughs> All right. Next one, Mr. Tanner. Um, this is a person. Nick Saban. I'm going to go thumbs down on that, rascal. Good. Because you know there's only one letter difference between Saban and Satan. I have heard that before. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Mm. I don't even really know where these feelings come from because I'm not a big college football knower or anything. Like, I don't know things about no. it. Is that a term you use a lot? You're not a knower of things? I'm not a knower of that. Um, we don't really do college football hole in our house. You can turn it on. I'll pick a team. I will cheer loudly for that team. I might lose my religion over that for like that three-hour time period. I don't know. But we don't stop our world for college football. I don't like Nick Saban, though. I think he's said some... I think he's a mean guy. He's just creepy. He's kind of okay. like a used car salesman. You don't you don't trust him as far as you can throw him. All right. We are we agree that we are thumbs down on the old Nick Saban. Yes. All right. Yellow starbursts. Again, disgusting. I'm a thumbs up on them. Thumbs down. If it's not, I'll be honest. If it's, if it's not cherry or strawberry, I, if I was rich enough, you know, I'm not that. I don't have that much money that I can discard starbursts one day, maybe. Maybe one day. One this day. podcast takes off. <laughs> so I will eat them all. Um, but I hope I have enough money one day where I can just eat the cherry and the strawberries. I think they make bags of just, maybe not those two flavors, but like the berries. Oh. I feel like they do. Um, I disagree with you because I'm going to tell you that we would make a good Starburst eating team. <laughs> I prefer the oranges and the yellows. There you go. Well, I like a citrus candy. Ugh. All, All right. right. Now you know. All right. What are your thoughts on Mountain Dew? <laughs> <laughs> Your face alone says it all. I well, I'm not going to share all my opinions about it. I'm gonna go just thumbs down on it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. I don't like it. Mountain and Dew. before I had kids, I I helped with youth group, and like you'd go on the trips, and like all the kids would pour into the gas station on that potty stop, and they would just go right for those energy drinks and those Mountain Dews, and I would literally just stand in front and be like, "Go over there. You can't have these and get back on this bus with me. You can't have them." We used to play a game um, where I would fill a um, a bowl full of Mountain Dew. Yeah. And then put Snickers in it. Oh, gross. (laughs) And they had... They had a kid had to pick it up with his toe. Ew! And feed it into another kid's mouth. It was hilarious. I feel like... I didn't do it, but it looked like... Yeah, it looked bad. Half of youth ministry is just like finding the most disgusting and embarrassing things you can get your teenagers to do. Yeah, and then you could do a dirty diaper with is a banana and a, and a Hershey syrup, smush it all up, and they have to eat it out of the diaper. Ew, <laughs> gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, Ugh. if you'd like to hear more of that, you can check it out on our youth ministry podcast. <laughs> that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. There you go. All right, 
How do you feel about people who wear earbuds in public? And I don't mean like in your car. I mean like in the grocery store and like in the post office. Mm. Thumbs down. Really? Yeah. Not a fan. I envy those people. Because I usually have a kid with me and I can't say, do that. <laughs> and I would just love. So you could just tone out other people's kids. Yeah. Because that's what they're doing. They're turning out your yeah. kids so they can just listen to. So y'all may catch me on this one day. I don't fly a whole lot, but I have flown a little bit in the past few years, more than I have prior to that. And I flew by myself the last time I flew. And um, I can't listen to music and read um, unless it's instrumental. But I was in the airport and I didn't want anybody to talk to me. So I just put my earbuds in and read. I did that this morning at Starbucks. Okay. I was listening to something. I stopped listening to it, and I just kept my earbuds in. So we disagree. You think they're heathens. I, I envy them and want to be them. Yeah. All right. Is that your last one? Uh, I'll go one more. Go one more, and I got one more, and then I'm good. Red icons on your iPhone. Like the thing that tells you how many? No. I only let them come up for phone calls and text messages. The rest of it, I don't want to know. Yeah. I got, I, I got strong feelings about if you email me, then I've got 24 to 48 hours to respond. If you text me... So you don't like seeing red icons? No. Me neither. If I miss a call and I'm not going to answer it because it's a telemarketer, I wait for it to end, I immediately click around a few things to make that red thing go right. away. So I we're both thumbs it. down red icons. We are thumbs down, agreed, no red icons. All right, cargo shorts. How do you feel about them? Unless you are camping or hiking, how do you feel about cargo shorts? Thumbs down. Thank you. Jeff Edwards, this is a PSA for you. You need to ditch your cargo shorts. Thank you. I love you. I just don't like your cargo shorts. You know, Sarah Ellen is known for how um, subtle she can be on on getting messages across. I care about feelings, you guys. I care about people's feelings. So <laughs> and, I just try to be nice. And fashion. Yeah. And fashion. I wouldn't say fashion, but yeah. All right. All right. We are going to jump into our next segment which is our Everyday Gospel segment. And Walt, remind us what we're talking about here. All right, so the Everyday Gospel segment, again, is explaining being a missionary where we work, live, and play. And so we shared a little bit uh, a couple episodes ago about kind of how we live that out. Uh, last episode, we talked about Jacob and uh, someone who hangs out here with us at Capstone and just the way he invests in students here, uh, working with our EDGE students as a mentor and just um, even pick up basketball um, here in our community. Um, so we wanted to find one more person and say, hey, what would it look like just to kind of share their story? And so Sarah Ellen has Julie Bagel's story. Julie Bagel, who is an OG stoner from way Original back. gangsta. Yes. Um, and somebody said this the other day, and this, if this doesn't say who Julie Bagel is, then I don't know a better way to say it. When she is with you, you feel like you are her best friend, mm. which I think is a True. great thing to say. And it, I don't think it's fake. I think it's very genuine. Because I do feel like when I'm with her, that I'm her best friend. And it feels good. It feels good. So I talked to her, and I kind of sp- picked some specific things that she's doing, some things I know about she's doing. And then I kind of posed a question to her as a mom of little kids, because she's got grown kids and had little kids, kind of how she does this. But first thing I asked and her, her about... her kids turned out pretty good. And her kids turned out great. And I love to get alongside those people. Like, what did you do to get these people? Because I want my kids to be like Your these kids people. didn't end up in jail. They're somewhat normal. They finished <gasps> Two high out of three are gainfully employed. Well, Two out of three. The third one's still in school. So yeah. that, I'm not saying, yeah. that's not, we're not calling that a failure. We're right. saying it just hasn't happened yet. So tell, give us your knowledge and wisdom. Okay. So she dropped knowledge and wisdom on me. Something that Julie has been doing for the past few months is um, she's been inviting small groups of women over to her house to have breakfast about once a month on a Saturday morning. And um, I got to go to one of these, and it was 
awesome. And so I asked her, I was like, what made you want to do this? And so she's like, well, you know, we're familiar with something called an if table. Um, if you're not familiar with that, you need to go check out the if gathering, which is a gathering of women that happens. But there's also so many resources on that if gathering website about how you can basically just pull people together to have conversations about what if we really lived like the Bible says all these things about Jesus that are true. Like, what if we really live that way? So um, the if table is one part of that where you can gather groups together. So this is specifically designed for women. Um, you can gather them together, and it gives you some different conversation card topics. So it's very organic. You don't have to be super planned, and you can just pull women together, do the conversation cards. It's very fun and easy. So she said what made her do it is she works in First Impressions here. She volunteers on Sunday morning in First Impressions. And so she meets a lot of people for the first time, and she sees a lot of people come in and out of the lobby. She also works in HR, so people is like her jam. And she was seeing people come in and out. And because we're a church who really wants you to take the gospel where you work, live, and play, we don't have tons of things to do all week long. We don't have Wednesday night things. We don't have tons of Bible studies. We have community group, and we have a gathering. And then we encourage you to take those tools that we put in your hand and go out and live them. But some people still have a hard time getting plugged in. And so she was seeing people come in and out week after week, and she knew they weren't a community group. She knew they weren't getting plugged in, and she wanted to just get to know them better and to put them alongside people who were plugged in at Capstone. So she started doing these Saturday morning breakfasts, and she just, again, when you're with her, you feel like you're her best friend. So she's really got this capability to invite people and for them to accept the invitation. It's called the gift of hospitality. I'm telling you. But she would tell you she doesn't have that gift. She's wrong. I know. She is wrong. She people, would tell you she, she doesn't have it because her house does not look like... I was about to say. So people think they have to like a Pinterest board when right. you walk in their house and that you have to have name card for everybody and napkin holders. And that's not hospitality. That's just obsessive compulsive. <laughs> so she said, this has been like a thing for me to come out of my comfort zone because I would say my house is old. My carpet is stained. I don't want you to do that. But she's like, I'm sure I heard it on a podcast or read it in a book. But when you're being hospitable and you're inviting somebody in your house, you really want them to walk away feeling better about themselves, not worse. So she's like, if my house was like immaculate and I'd done all these things, I would invite people in uh, like Sarah Ellen Edwards. And she would walk out and be like, well, my house is a dumpster, which is kind of how I feel. So that resonated with me. But it's really cool. It was really fun when I went. There were three women there that I had seen around Capstone. I'm also in First Impressions. And at the time, of course, I worked here. So I know I would see people's names come through. And it was cool for me to put a face with a name and just get to have good organic conversations with people that have gone. It wasn't just a one-time conversation and we never see each other again. Like, it's because we spent that time together, we've been able to talk. And, like, some of these people I've been able to catch up with from time to time at different times that I've seen them on Sunday morning. So that's really awesome. Something she just was like, I want to do this. I want to talk to these women. I want to get to know them. And this time I'm going to do it. Um, another thing, well, the question I posed to her was, all right, you're a mom. You've got little kid you did have little kids they're grown now how did you do this how did you do this everyday gospel thing with little kids because I do struggle with this and she said one of the things was just I was in the car and taking people places all the time so like I can do that I can take people places so one thing that she did when her kids were little is they would pick a lady up on their way to church on Sunday mornings and this lady was black and she and her children are white. So she said it was great for my kids to get to be around somebody that doesn't look just like them. Mm -hmm. And they would ask me questions, hopefully not in front of her, but they would ask her questions like, mom, why does she live in a tiny house? And why do we pick her up? And so she said it gave me opportunities to have these conversations with my kids while also 
letting them get to know this great woman who rode with us to church. So just plugging in to something that you're already doing. So that was a cool practical thing that you can do. And I've said that before. Like, I'm awesome at a carpool. Like, I can strap my children in and we don't have to walk in a building. I will come pick your kids up from school. Like, I can do that. <laughs> I can go through drive throughs I can drop things off on your porch. I can do all those things. All right. So another thing that um, Julie shared with me is um, at work, she works in HR. And so the big thing that she tries to remember is that these are people that she's working with. So if she's going to try to show Jesus to these people, she has to remember they're people. They're not just employee number 527. They're real people. And the same problems that they have at home, their kid's getting bullied at school, their kid is making really bad choices, they're having health issues, they've had a death in their family. They aren't able just to put those things on the back burner. They bring those things with them to work. Mm. So remembering they're their people, remembering to talk to them and to connect with them. And she said she's built trust with them so that she can come to them as a friend. And she told me that when she needs to talk to somebody, she's like, I will talk to them and I will say, this is your HR person talking to you. She's like, and now I'm going to take my HR hat off and I'm going to talk to you like I'm your friend. Right. And so she said it's really key for her to pay attention to the spirit. So she does that wisely and she doesn't do it in a way that's going to be detrimental. But she does tell them, like, I'm fixing to talk to you like you're my friend. So if you need me to stop or this is uncomfortable, just be like, thanks, but no thanks. And she's like, I'll hush. But... Nine times out of ten, it's well-received. She said sometimes people don't say anything. Sometimes people say, that is exactly what I needed to hear today. And she's walked through lots of people, through lots of different hard things. And so that's a way that she kind of lives that out, even where she works. And she says, so far, it hasn't come back to bite her. And I said, amen. That's yeah. right. A lot of times we think because we have positions or place of authority that it kind of we can't talk about those things. But you know, Julie does it in a very wise way of going, hey, okay, we're going to put the HR to the side. Just, I want to talk to you as someone who's whether raised kids or lost a loved one or struggled at my job or struggled in my marriage or whatever that might be. Um, and just and speak, speak plainly to people. And I think one of the main things is, is, is what she's doing is, is opening our home to get to know people. Cause I think so often we go, you know, I'd really like to know these people or that people. Um, and we don't think about, Hey, what is it like just to share a meal with someone or just even grab pizza or, Hey, meet up at Sonic or the idea of going, again, it's not, we think it's the church's idea that, Oh, the church doesn't let me meet anybody, but the idea of an invitation and yeah, there's a fear of rejection a fear of people may not want to do it. Um, there's a fear of your children acting like hellions, right? Which is a good possibility. Good possibility. Strong in the Edwards house. Um, but also people get to see real life. And that parenting is hard and that is struggle. And go, oh, they're just like us. They fight just like us. They have to parent just like us. Um, so I think anytime that we, people can remove just, again, the quote-unquote perfection and, and, and understand that it's hard. And when you can invite people into whether a dirty house or whether the idea of going, hey, this is just who we are is what we do. And it's how we raise our kids. And whether it's giving people rides or taking them a meal, um, that's what it looks like to be an everyday missionary. Mm -hmm. it, it's not anything special. Again, we think it has to be something where we're Mother Teresa or we have to have written a book or we have to have a podcast. Well, you know, we do. But <laughs> but it's the idea that, that we can do normal things like normal people through the lens of the gospel and put it on display and go, people think I'm, you know, she's a cool HR person because I've I had struggles and I can share that with her. Or she's a cool mom because she was able to teach me this as I was growing up. And so, or being a great neighbor going, hey, here's here's where we can share a meal together. So uh, that's what we want to ask you. Hey, where is God maybe 
provoking you? Where is God kind of pushing you in the sense of maybe even like Julie, being called out of your comfort zone or being called out to a certain person or a place or be able to share the message the way we talk about it is sharing the gospel in word and deed. And so it's just not doing good things. It's going, hey, I'm going to, I want to share why I'm doing this uh, in that. And so um, we'd love to hear more about your everyday gospel uh, things that you've got going on. That's right. You can hit us up on Instagram. You can email us at capstonecast at gmail.com. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about somebody that you've noticed. And we'd love to share their story on our podcast. All right. It's time for round two of Bible Trivia with Walt Tanner. All right. I didn't do so hot last episode. You did, you did more than 50%. But I do feel like they, were, they, they weren't very clear questions. They weren't very concrete, factual questions. They were kind of like a little detail out of a very big Bible of okay. stories. Not to make excuses because we neither uh, give we get neither give nor accept excuses around here. He is making excuses. I'm ready. All right, here we go. I have not studied any more than I did last time. Nope. Um, <laughs> you should get this. Finish this verse from First Thessalonians. Pray without ceasing. See, so easy. You got it. Pray without ceasing. After that Noah, mean, that means all the time. Yeah, that means without stopping. After Noah got off the boat, what sign did God give to show his promise to never flood the world again? A rainbow. See? Two for two. Bam. Well, I feel like my son could have got that question right. I'm going to agree with you there. How many days and nights did Jesus fast when he was like taken out? 40. Good job. See, that fit your number. Yeah, that was didn't last, the last, last time, time it, it didn't fit work. this time. 40. All right, who was the first person to come upon the injured man in the parable of the Good Samaritan? The priest. Good job. I wouldn't. The next was the Levite and then the Samaritan. Good job. Finish this verse. You're four for four. Let's see if you go five for five. In addition to all this, take up your shield of blank with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. That's from Ephesians 6, 16. Shield of righteousness. It's the breastplate of righteousness. I'm oh, going to let you try that shield again. of faith. Shield of faith. Good job. I didn't go through the whole thing. Helmet of you salvation. Should, yes, you got to go through all the parts. righteousness. I should have started. I, I did not start correctly. So, four out of five. You did better this time than last I time. I could have been five out of five. You could have been. That's He's me. a little tired. That's He's a little me. rusty. That's on me. All right, if you have some good Bible trivia questions that you want to send our way, either to stump Walt, to stump me. It's not going to be hard to stump us. Let me just say that. It won't be hard to stump us. But if you just want us to see if we know something, if Walt knows something, if I know something, send them our way. Like the question of, did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Hmm. Chew on that one. See, we don't have a good answer for that. So maybe maybe not that one. That's just going to be like a whole discussion. Okay. Our, never mind. I won't go there. We won't, we won't open that can of worms. Go Thanks. ahead. Let's keep the top on that one. All right. All right. All right. So we want to hear from you. Hey, just to let you know, today's episode a little shorter. A little shorter than that. We're getting normal. good at this. Yeah. So uh, if you feel like you got robbed a few minutes, you did. Sorry. Uh, so we, we cut this a little bit more shorter today. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you were able to think and laugh. Uh, maybe even cry. Maybe good cries or bad cries. We really don't know. But I had a good cry yesterday. I am here for a good cry. <laughs> so we want to hear from you. What thoughts, theories, and tales do you have about our thoughts, theories, and tales? Make sure you follow us on Instagram at CapstoneCast. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. And lastly, tell all your friends about us. Catch, Catch you later. later.